Well, hello, my beautiful friends. Welcome back to a new week on Awaken the Goodness of Your Everyday Life. And I hope this week, as you were going about your day, doing whatever you're doing, working your business if you have a business, or staying home and being a homemaker, or traveling around the world, or whatever you are doing, taking care of a loved one who's sick, whatever you guys are doing, beautiful listener, whoever you are, I hope that in everything that you do, you are looking at the goodness of your everyday life. Why? Because there's nothing else but that. When you start to look at the good and say my whole being and life and purpose is to see the beauty of what's good. To fill your very being with the essence of good. With the love. The love from the divine, the love from God, the love of God, because God is love. And if you are familiar with the Bible, and I'm not going to quote the passage of where it is, (laughs) it's in the New Testament, and it says God is love. So welcome again. So this week I've been feeling really good and optimistic because I am choosing to stay in that frame of mind. I'm choosing to stay in that place of goodness. I have shared with you openly that um, there's, you know, a shift in our business, my husband's business, and um, some clients have had to to go, and that's just normal, right? Clients consume. And then they, they're done with whatever they have to do. And then they go off and do something else. So that is fact, right? And we can put a meaning or I can put a meaning and this is my situation. I can put a meaning and say, oh my gosh, my life is horrible. This is, this is, um, our demise or whatever we want, you know, and dwell in the, the negative feeling of not having, a certain amount of money in the bank or whatever. Or I can say I choose to maintain that feeling of goodness and joy and love and peace because that's where miracles take place. Now, the fact is, yeah, you know what? I look at my bank account and I'm like, okay, this is the fact. Okay, uh, this bill is due. Okay, what can we do with what we got right now to do whatever we have to do? With the feeling and the energy and the mindset of goodness, with the mindset of abundance, with the mindset of wealth, that, my friends, is the key to life. And as I've been reading in the New Testament, in the book of Matthew, It has been showing me over and over and over again that when Jesus came walking this earth, delivering the words of heaven, delivering the words, basically the blueprint to how a human being should be living this life, 
and, and, and I look at it like that and I'm like, yes, yes, yes. Some people would say, that's just a fairy tale. Don't believe that. But the more that we move into knowledge, and, and I think knowledge is good. You know, I'm thankful for scientists and physicists that say, look, this is how it is. And somebody say, that's a fairy tale. Well, okay, let's explain how this earth that we live in, this round ball is floating in the universe. And then there's other things out there like planets and stars and all of that. And we can say, that's just a fairy tale. You see what I'm saying? So let's not just say like, that's just a fairy tale. This book that was written, the Bible, right? The one I'm talking about of the words of Jesus. And there's other stuff out there too. I was reading um, the Gnostic gospels and there's a gospel of Thomas and another gospel of John. I mean, there's just a lot of stuff and you start digging in there. You're like, whoa, and not just in the Christian faith or not just in Christianity, but even if we go and read a book about an other enlightened teacher from the past, there's secrets to be told. There's secrets of the laws of God, the laws of the universe. Now, when I say the laws of God, some people would say, yeah, the laws in the Torah in the books, you know, the books of the prophets or, and I'm not saying no, I'm saying yes. And the laws of God are like the laws that we actually live in right now, right? If we think about the laws of gravity, the laws of forgiveness, the laws of love. I mean, that's all kinds of stuff, right? Now I'm saying like, Things like that, the laws of, of what I want to say, the laws of manifestation, the laws of abundance, the laws of goodness, okay? Not just the, the Ten Commandments. That to me is like elementary. That's elementary. If you're a good human being and you put everything under the laws of love, you're going to basically meet every, ten, every one of the commandments, Right? I mean, think about it. If you say, am I loving my neighbor? Okay, because one of the commandments is, um, you know, you shouldn't be like basically coveting or, or being jealous about your neighbor's whatever, cows or whatever it is that it says. I have to go back and look at them. <laughs> Maybe I will talk about them later on. But what I'm saying is like, it falls under the laws of love. So if you say, if I follow the laws of love, I'm not going to be doing this to my neighbor. I am not going to be stealing from people. I'm not going to be killing from people. If I practice the law of love, which is the number one law of God, of divine, of the universe, of source. I'm laughing because I, when I get started, it's like, whoa, wait a minute. I was just about to talk about my week, but give you the updates of what's been going on with me. And, and I just said, I've just been hanging out in goodness, hanging out in love, hanging out in just like that energy because I want to live in that. And it's been good. 
I mean, it's good. That's all I can say. And that's all I want to say. So since I'm on a roll, because I was going to say, what's the update? Well, you know, I, I I was thinking about my weekend and Saturday we were here with my, my little grandson came over early. So my husband and I were like, well, let's go for a walk. And I'm like, I really want to go for a long walk. And it was just a lot of good things came out from our long walk. I mean, we were walking for a while. I mean, we were gone like five hours. It was a long time. (laughs) It was good though. My husband and I just had a good, good talk and just a lot of things that we were just talking about that I, I shared with you last week about, you know, where I heard in my heart by the spirit do you trust your husband is the question that I got. And I said, of course I trust my husband. But the the trust was like, do you trust your husband? Like, because remember I shared, if you hadn't listened to the episode from last week, I'm not going to go into it all. You need to go back and listen. But it was all about like how I've been holding on to this belief, subconscious belief, and not even subconscious because a lot of times I, I am always thinking about this. And it's about the feeling of having to go to work and provide and da 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 da. You know, what can I do? What's my part? And like that feeling of like, I got to go do something, which, listen, I'm not saying that I'm wrong about that or it's that I hadn't been trusting my husband or whatever, but understanding the place that I am in now to how I've been in my entire life. Well, not necessarily my entire life, but what I have been in since I've been married and having children and be in being a stay-at-home mom. And I've always kind of carried that thought of, of what can I do? Whereas now here I am, again, go back and listen, because I'm not going to go through the whole story. Here I am. And what we were talking about this weekend, I'm like, okay, this is how I feel. And I shared with him openly about those, these things. This is how I, because that's how we are. We talk very deep. This is how I feel about who I am, where I'm going, what I'm doing. And I feel this. And yes, I trust you. And yes, how do we as a husband and wife unit work together? So what we ended up figuring out is like, okay, I have this desire Okay, to kind of like, quote unquote, contribute. But I have this desire of like me and him doing something together. And yes, we were doing that, you know, started our quote unquote coaching thing that we were doing the quest. But I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, how can I help him? How can I assist him in the in the forward uh, movement of this of his company of which is not his company. And that's the other thing we had to basically say, you know, it's not his company. And that's the thing that I would always do in the past would say, oh, that's his thing. That's Donnie's thing. Where's my thing? But this is me and him together, our family mission, our family intention. So we said, what is our intention as a family, as a couple? Like, where are we headed? What do we want in this life that's good? And I said, I am willing to do whatever to help you and not just you, honey, but us, our family of where we're going, where it's our intention. 
So it was so good because we were able to set an intention for us, for me and him, for the rest of the kids that are still living under our roof and for our money and what we want to do and our, in the, where we want to live. And, you know, it's just a lot of intention setting this weekend. And it was very good and very, um, it, it, it was just, like I said, good. Anyway, I just want to jump straight into what I've been wanting to talk about. And I know I had said last week that maybe I'd come back and do another episode, but that did not happen because it's just time got away. But here we are. And as I've been digging into the Gospels and really allowing myself to take what I've been learning the past, I don't know, five years of of just new awareness and new understanding of what the words of Jesus mean. Like, what was he trying to say? In the way that I understand it now, right? And just seeing it in new eyes. So I was reading in Matthew 6, verse 22, and he says, the lamp of the body is the eye. If therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in you is darkness, how great is that darkness? So the way I started seeing that, I was like, okay, the lamp of the body is the eye. Meaning, however, you're going to look at the situation, right? Remember earlier I was saying about how we're going to look at our situation. Here's our situation. This is what's going on or whatever's going on in the world. We can look at anything and we could say, right, this is good. This is bad. We can bring judgment to it. And in this specific scripture verse, it says the lamp of the body is the eye. Okay. So if therefore your eye is good, your whole body will be full of light. Now, light versus darkness. So good versus bad, good versus evil. However, you're going to look at the situation that is basically the energy that you're giving your body. That's the energy that you're, you're basically living your life in. In that energy, in that vibration. If we look at science, and scientists will say that everything kind of is on frequency. There's vibr- like we're always vibrating right? The way this world is and the way we are made up, atoms and nucleus, you know, all of that, neutrons and all of that. But we're always on a vibration. Everything is on a frequency. And as we look at that and we say in our body, the light, however that is, there's a frequency scale, right? So the higher you are, I think the highest is like enlightenment or whatever. To me, it's just like, the higher the frequency feels, it's like a good feeling. You feel good. The lower, you know, like guilt, shame, depression, whatever that is, the low, low stress, worry, all of that is a lower vibration. And and in there, I believe that we can raise our frequency, our vibration. Now, 
in this, Jesus says the lamp of the body is the eye. So however, you're, you're looking at the situation and you are giving it an, a, a judgment or you're basically saying that's good or bad, that's going to affect how you feel in the body. So he says also, if your eye is bad, so you're looking at things as a negative thing, your body will be full of darkness. And great is that darkness. Now, he says great is that darkness. So to me, it's like the darkness is going to produce these things that like are not good for what we would say good, right? And we can all agree and say, this is good, this is bad. So poverty and sickness and disease and all of those things that Jesus really came to say, you don't have to live like this. That is bad. Death is bad. Even though, yes, we are going to die one day, but death passing on into the next, into eternity, because we are living forever. We are eternity. We are eternal. So even in death is, well, we, okay, so we could say, yes, death is bad. We don't like that, right? We could say death for a young person is bad. Yes, I agree. That's, that's not, I don't in, believe that was the intention of human beings to pass that way. I feel like we, as of an older age, this is what I really believe. Like, I believe that we can live a whole, healthy, happy, rich, wealthy, whatever you want to say, it's considered rich, abundant life to be of a good, ripe old age, to see your children's children's children, like the legacy of that, and then feel satisfied of that life you lived and not have to die of sickness and disease and all of that. But you can simply say, you know what, I'm done. And you close your eyes and you wake up in, in this other world, in, in heaven, in the heavenlies with God. I feel that is a beautiful thing. And I've heard people say their, their grandmas or whatever have passed away like that. And to me, that is beautiful. I think that's, that's like the way to live. That's a, you know, and, and of course in life, you're going to have the ups and downs. I'm not saying it's all going to be like beautiful roses and I'm walking in the garden, but again, I even challenge that, right? I even challenge that because again, how are you going to look at life, right? So in this, it continues to, he continues to talk about like serving two masters, right? No one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to one and despise the other. So what, how I see that is you can't serve goodness and darkness. Either you see things as good, right? No matter what, let's find the goodness in this situation. Like I said earlier about like your bank account, your bank account might say, you have, you know, $100 to last the month. So instead of having anxiety and freaking out and thinking life is over, 
you say, okay, fine. You know what? I was put in this situation because of just choices I made in my past. Like I decided to spend all my money or I decided to not work or I decided to whatever, right? What I'm saying is that you have a choice to say good or bad and how am I going to look at this beautiful thing here and call it beautiful and say, you know what, this is good because it's going to lead me into this new business or it's going to lead me to go get another job, which is going to lead me to get something else and another opportunity and always seeing it as opportunities rather than seeing as horrible stuff. Again, we have choices in this world. That's the beautiful thing about it. We have a choice. In there, he follows on in Matthew um, 6, 25. It says, therefore, I say to you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food? and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air, for they neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? Now, are you worth more than that? Obviously. Again, back to the worth. You're worth it. Okay? And also, it's already been given to you. It's already been done. It's done for you. We don't need to be worried and have anxiety and stress over all of these things that he says, isn't that more, isn't there more to life than eating and drinking and, you know, the physical things, right? Not to say like you should push those things away and those are bad and evil and all of that. No, no. I think that we can live a happy, abundant, beautiful, good, loving life all the time. How are we going to look at our situation that we're going through at this very moment? Because the answers always come at all times. The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom is within us. The kingdom of God is here, here and now. You don't need to be going out somewhere looking for it. God, help me, help me, help me. Which, by the way, I'm going to I don't know. I can't, I don't want to say like, oh, I'm going to talk about it next week, but I definitely want to talk about praying and uh, what praying without ceasing means because there's a lot of stuff that is tied up, right? In our thoughts and our emotions and where we live in our frequency and our energy is all tied up, right? We are spirit, soul, and body. Here we are, spirit, soul, and body that makes up our or who we are. Again, how are we going to look at it? What if our eye is the lamp of the body? Are we going to walk around in darkness, in the negative, in the bad, or are we going to see the light so we can see the beautiful things around us? The miracles, the beauty, the goodness, the life. You have a choice, my friend. What are you going to choose with your eye? Are you going to look at it with goodness or see your situation as not a good thing? I'm going to let you go and we will talk again sometime soon. Thank you for joining me today.
Take care.